0: G'day, Starlo here with the next instalment of Cutting Edge Fishing Wisdom. Over the years, I've been lucky enough to fish alongside quite a few truly great anglers. Some have been well-known names that you might instantly recognise. People like Kay Bushy Bush, Vic McChrystal, Ron Cowcutt, Ian Miller, Jason Wilhelm, Chris Cleaver, Dean Sylvester and so on. Others you'll be far less likely to have heard of. They're the quiet achievers, the local legends, the club champions, the fishing guides and the species specialists who mostly fly well under the radar. But I've learnt something valuable from each and every one of them. With well over half a century of serious fishing under my belt now, and a lot of time spent in the company of these great anglers, both the famous and the not so famous, I've come to understand that there's certain habits or traits that almost all of them have in common, and which go a long way towards accounting for their consistent and often spectacular successes out on the water. In this episode, I'm going to do my best to distill those successful habits into just 10 key points. I can almost guarantee that if you adopt some or all of these habits, you'll become a better angler too. So here we go. And I'm choosing to call habit number one, targeted fishing. Have you ever asked an angler that you've met on the water what they're fishing for and received a vague answer along the lines of, oh, well, you know, whatever comes along, I'm really not all that fussy. (laughs) If so, I'd be willing to bet that you were talking to someone who doesn't experience regular success in the sport or make consistent catches. Targeting a particular species or group of species every single time you go fishing is definitely a winning habit. Sure, you might often end up catching fish that are not included on your target list. That's great. Well, usually. (laughs) Nonetheless, the very act of deliberately targeting something will almost always dramatically improve your results. It means focusing your tackle choices and techniques, and that focus in itself automatically breeds success. So forget the scattergun approach. Narrow your aim and choose a specific target – Every single time. Successful habit number two is all about knowing your prey. Hand in hand with choosing specific species to pursue goes a thorough understanding of those target fish, their habits, their life cycles, dietary preferences, breeding seasons and so on. Successful anglers will always endeavour to learn as much as they possibly can about their chosen prey, and this learning process never ends, trust me. (laughs) Read books and magazines, watch videos, search the internet, and listen to the opinions and theories of your fellow anglers, but always temper those theories with your own on-water observations. Remember, no one has all the answers, but we can each add a few vital pieces to the jigsaw puzzle. Having an open, inquiring mind and actually wanting to learn is a huge advantage in fishing, (laughs) as it is in most aspects of life. Hand in hand with targeting and knowing about your prey comes choosing and using the best tackle and strategies to effectively catch those particular fish. And that's habit number three, using the right gear. This means not overgunning or undergunning to a ridiculous extent, but instead matching your tackle strength and power to the average size of the target species. It also means choosing gear that will perform well and not let you down in the heat of battle. Now that doesn't necessarily mean buying the most expensive gear on the market either, but it certainly entails selecting quality equipment that's fit for purpose and then maintaining it well. Your fishing tackle collection represents the tools of your particular trade. Great tools don't necessarily make great craftsmen, but great craftsmen deserve and know how to use good gear and they'll always perform at their very best if they have access to it. So don't cut corners when it comes to tackle selection. Which brings us to successful trait number four, applying finesse. Yeah, this is a favourite of mine. I'm a great believer in the effectiveness of the concept of finesse in fishing, and so are many of the successful anglers that I most admire. As I've often explained, this doesn't necessarily mean using the very lightest tackle, but it does entail employing cunning and subterfuge. That could mean minimising the amount of swivels, rings, clips, traces and other often unnecessary junk between the rod tip and the hook or lure, as well as using the lightest sinkers or jig heads practical under the given circumstances and perhaps lengthening and refining your leaders through choosing a thinner diameter material or one with a more neutral and less visible colour. Of course, Finesse fishing is always a balancing act, one that I've often referred to in the past as the fine, fine line between pleasure and pain, (laughs) or as the finesse conundrum. Going so light that you lose almost everything you hook is clearly counterproductive. The trick lies in balancing finesse with power, and successful anglers get that balance right more often than not. Finesse fishing is smart fishing, and the results tend to speak for themselves. Successful habit number five is honing your basic skills. There are a few basic core skills in fishing that underpin consistent success. Two of the most important of these are knot tying and casting prowess. Being able to tie strong knots reasonably quickly is absolutely vital in all forms of fishing. You can buy a lot of things, but you can't buy a packet of good knots. (laughs) If your knots fail or if you take too long to tie them, you'll miss opportunities and lose fish. You might only need to know three or four knots, but you should know them intimately, to the point where you can tie them quite well even in low light, wind, rain or intense cold when your fingers are numb. Similarly, if your chosen fishing styles rely on casting, then being able to cast accurately over reasonable distances and in a variety of conditions will also greatly improve your results. No one's born knowing how to tie a strong knot or cast well. These are acquired or learned skills, and they can be continually improved via repetition and the development of what's called muscle memory. So practice, practice, practice. Yes! Which brings us rather neatly to habit number six, which I'm simply calling attention to detail. Highly successful anglers also tend to be the sort of people who notice the small stuff and pay particularly close attention to what others might regard as minute and relatively unimportant details. Little things can and do make a big difference to your day-to-day fishing results. How you bait a hook whether the hook point emerges from the flesh or the skin side of the bait, whether to use a loop knot instead of a tight connection when rigging a particular lure, the choice of one leader type over another, which side of a snag you cast to, varying rod angles at different points during the retrieve, the gear ratios of your reel, all these factors and a thousand more can spell the difference between success and failure. Noticing the details and replicating those that worked While discarding the ones that didn't is a key part of pattern recognition. And as we're about to see, that's also critical to regular fishing success. Because habit number seven is exactly that pattern recognition. At its most basic level, fishing success is all about recognizing recurring patterns, then acting to minimize the unproductive ones while maximizing the positive patterns. In other words, repeating the things that worked, while attempting to reduce or remove those that didn't work. These recurring patterns include time of year, state of the tide, water temperature and clarity, the weather, the bait or lure that you used, and many, many other factors. It can all be rather confusing, and anglers' memories are notoriously fickle, selective and unreliable, meaning that it can be extremely useful to develop various tools that help to sort record and define the patterns, which brings us rather neatly to the next key habit, keeping a diary. One of the very best tools for recognising both successful and unsuccessful patterns in your day-to-day fishing is a well-maintained diary or logbook. The more detailed the information you record in this diary, the greater its usefulness. In particular, it's at least as important to record the blank sessions as it is to chronicle those red-letter days when it all came together and you caught heaps of fish. Make a note of the water conditions, the tides, the moon phases, the weather and as many other variables as possible every single time you fish as well as what you caught and the baits, lures or flies that you used. Refer back to these records regularly and you'll soon begin to identify the patterns that led to success. (laughs) And to avoid the ones that didn't. I'll let you in on a little secret here. I don't follow this particular rule. And maybe that's just one reason why I'll never be a truly great angler myself. (laughs) Look, I've tried it various times through my fishing career to keep a logbook, but I'm just not disciplined enough to do it. I rely instead on the digital date stamps and metadata on my thousands upon thousands of phishing photos to serve as a sort of de facto diary, and I do regularly refer to this information. But it's not as useful as a proper logbook. It doesn't always record the prevailing conditions, and it also fails to capture the unsuccessful sessions, <laughs> because I tend not to take photos of those. For those reasons, it's nowhere near as good as a proper logbook. Truth is, if I had my fishing life over again, this is one rule I'd definitely adopt. Keep accurate records. Successful habit number nine involves building a trusted network. One of the most valuable tools available to anyone who fishes regularly is a trustworthy network or brains trust. A group of friends, mentors and acquaintances you can rely upon for honest feedback, solid information and also to use as a sounding board for your own ideas and theories. Whatever you do, don't confuse the constant babble of noise emanating from modern social media with a trusted network. Sure, you can unearth some absolute gems of wisdom from Facebook, Instagram or YouTube at times, but there's also a lot of misinformation and rubbish on there. Take everything that you read on a public platform or forum with a hefty grain of salt and keep your BS filter sharply tuned at all times. Finally, remember that any worthwhile network is very much a two-way street. Sharing information with trusted friends is also vital. If you're a human sponge who simply soaks up everyone else's knowledge but gives little or nothing back, you'll soon find that the flow of wisdom dries up. Remember the pithy slogan of the highly successful ABT tournament circuit, who shares wins, (laughs) which also brings us rather neatly to the tenth and final habit for fishing success, having a touch of humility and keeping it real. Even the very best anglers know that they can't always be successful. Dud days happen no matter how good you are, or think you are. (laughs) Most of the finest, most successful anglers I've ever met understand this, and they're all relatively humble people. Look, there's nothing wrong with a bit of self-confidence, but those individuals who loudly blow their own trumpets, or regularly make outrageous claims about their skill levels and catch rates, are usually compensating for something. Let your results speak for themselves. Truly successful fishers don't need to talk their efforts up. Others do it for them. In summing up, you'll often hear it said that 10% of the angling fraternity end up catching 90% of the fish landed each year. Personally, I reckon the figures are even more skewed than that. I wouldn't be at all surprised if 5% of recreational anglers actually catch 95% of the fish. But even if we accept the 10% figure, its obvious meaning is that 9 out of 10 fishers are relatively unsuccessful most of the time. You need to ask yourself this important question. Are you happy being one of the vast majority who regularly miss out on catching much, if anything? Or would you rather graduate into the ranks of the 10%ers? If your answer to the second part of that question is a resounding yes, then your quickest path to the top is to adopt the mindsets and habits of those who are already there. As I like to say, it ain't rocket science. Anyway, I hope this has given you something to think about and perhaps some ideas to incorporate into your own fishing routine. I cover a lot of content like this on my Starlow Gets Real YouTube channel, so I hope you'll check that out too. And if you like what you're hearing or seeing here, you can help me to produce more useful content by buying me a virtual coffee or shouting me a beer. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Starlow. And until next time, this is Starlow wishing you tight lines.